Hi, I'm Teal. Yep, like the color. I live in Hollywood, the place where dreams supposedly happen, and I'm an actress. You probably noticed I use a wheelchair, but I never let my disability define me. Not everyone sees the world from my perspective, though, and that keeps things interesting. This is my Gimpy Life. Hey guys, it's Kenny, and it's time for my Gimpy Life companion cast. Today we're discussing the season finale of series two of My Gimpy Life. So I got lots of cool interviews, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimpy Life season two, and with me is a new cast member, Mitch Silpa. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. So you are playing the producer. Uh-huh. I'm putting air quotes. You can't see me, but I'm doing, yes. you are the producer. I saw it. <laughs> um, first of all, why don't you just tell people a little bit about Mitch? Who is Mitch? What have you done? Um, well, I'm an actor mm-hmm. and writer, and I've been performing at the Growling's Theater in okay. Los Angeles for like the last 10 or 11 years. Oh, wow. And okay. Yeah, I've been acting uh, in lots of stuff. Um, I was in, just recently in The Heat and Bridesmaids. I was, um, new, have a new film coming out next year uh, 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 with Christian Wig, and I'm just blanking on the title. But, um, yeah, and done a lot of television stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Now, how did you hear about My Gimpy Life? Well, I knew Teal, um, like, years, um, for a few years, because she was a student at the Groundlings Theater, yes. which is, and okay. I was a Groundlings, so is I knew you her. met Mindy also, because Mindy yeah, I've known also, Mindy. So she's a Groundlings. I've known Mindy for okay. so many years. That's yeah. great. She's a Groundlings alumni, yeah. and I'm st- uh, currently, okay. the, but we've, I've known Mindy for, like, so many years. Yeah. And perform with her. Yeah. So did Teal just call you up and say she had a project? Yeah. She, uh, she uh, Facebooked me. Oh, okay. And she's like, uh, she asked you, uh, she wanted me to play this part. And so, you know, and I, I think it's great. Yeah. I watched the web series and I yeah. think it's really well done and yeah. really great and funny. And yeah. she's great in it. And I was, I want, I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. Now, obviously, you've been on big budget TV movies and now you're working on a lower budget web series. Yeah. Is there a difference? Um, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm sure there's some differences, but it's all the same. I mean, it's all the same. You're, it's you know, it's it feels like we're doing the exact same thing, yeah. and everything's. I mean, maybe some of the big budget movies have more craft services, <laughs> but that's. I mean, everyone's. Um, it's really the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It feels the same. Yeah. Now, did you role model your character, the producer, <laughs> after anybody that uh, you've worked with? Um, you don't need to give names. I don't think it's anybody. Like specific, but it's <laughs> it's probably more like subconsciously a million people that yeah. I've met yeah. in the industry. Yeah, there's a lot of people like this guy. Yeah. yeah. So you just finished your first scene. How'd that go? It was really fun. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Um, yeah, and we're about to it, do the second one, but yeah. it's uh, it was super fun. Uh, it was just a lot of he talks a lot, so it was a lot of words. Yeah. yeah. And I was glad I got them all out of me, <laughs> but it was fun. It was totally fun. Yeah. Um, now, have you worked with Teal before, or is this your first time? I, I've never actually. It's the first time I'm acting with okay. her. Um, well, although she reminded me that I guess at the Groundlings in a class, like I stopped in because sometimes the main company will stop in and like these classes, uh-huh. and we I guess did an improv together, and she reminded me of it. So I guess this is the second time. Okay, this is the second. This is the first scripted time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. Now, how can people find you online if they want to follow you? Your Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, uh, well, both. Okay. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, Silpa Tweets. Okay. And um, and I'm on Facebook, too, under my name, Mitch Silpa. And, okay. You know. All right, great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Cool. I'm here with Gabe. He is the writer 
of my Gimpy life. Um, so in the, actually in the end of the last the episode before this, like you find or in the middle of it, you find out that yeah, her video went viral, mm-hmm. and the the kind of like backstory that we don't get into is that the director that gets fired has uh, strung together what he could mm-hmm. from the shoot, and he doesn't really give a that it was a soap commercial. Like yeah, he yeah. wanted to do, just do this weird anime video. Yeah. So, um, so that goes viral, and then because it goes viral, and because of the nature of like the way Hollywood works with like who's hot, who's mm-hmm. not, she's suddenly hot. Yeah. So 204 starts with her taking a meeting with a producer, and she gets offered a role, and uh, always no pun. And then we um, meet another character who like had been working on the project, uh, Russell Winkler, and yeah. he was also one of our EPs uh, that. Excuse me. Russell made it possible for us to do the show. Yeah. Um, And I think that was the first thing we shot, which uh, it was a tough scene, but I I really liked the way it turned out. Oh, yeah. I was there for that. And I mean, for not being a, I mean, he's just getting into acting. Yeah. You guys did a great job at at kind of. Yeah, he did great. You know, making him and carving him to make sure. Well, he, I mean, he came ready to do it. And then, uh, yeah, he has like sincerity and like, yeah, he has a vulnerability. So, Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, who uh, we have a there's a scene with a producer and with a person named Jerry. Yeah, so that's, shot yet, so that's I'm not Jerry sure. Jewell, who had been on Facts of Life, and then she. That's was who in, I thought that was. Okay, cool. She's also in Deadwood. Okay. So um, yeah, it was great to get Jerry. That's great. I didn't realize she was still acting. I haven't seen her in any. She does. Recently. Um, she does mostly stand up. I, I don't know what she's done since Deadwood, but like she still goes around the country yeah. and performs stand up. Oh, that's great. How'd you get her? Did you know her? Teal knows her. I don't. I don't remember what that story was. Okay, I'll have to ask Teal. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one. We're not shooting that until what Saturday? I think. Yeah, that's Saturday. So. Um, don't know how that will go. We also got a great actor uh, named Mitch Silpa who uh, was in Bridesmaids and has done Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then, like, if you like. What Sean and I are really going to geek out about is he did the David Blaine Street Magic mm. internet videos, mm-hmm. which are hysterical, like, yeah. if you haven't seen them. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And he's playing the producer. Yeah. Nice. And so what does that scene entail? That's um, the crippled cop producer, correct? Yeah. Okay. So he, you know, basically is, like, me. it's 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 more than a general meeting, but he's, he's feeling out teal. He knows she's hot. Uh, he's had this project that has been in turnaround. So he decides like, this girl is the answer. Yeah. The answer to my problems. And I'm just going to rewrite it. So she's the lead. And now teal has this opportunity, but as soon as she, you know, starts to feel good about it, then she finds out the name of the project. And the more she learns about the project, maybe the more she's going to be hesitant about it. Yeah. But, um, it's that thing of like, well, I need money, but uh, I want to be an artist, but I really like money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, at the end, she accepts it. She puts in the phone call and says, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, which, uh, to me, it feels like it's a positive. It's a, it is a positive thing. We'll see if I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you meant it to be that way, but no, we as I read it, no. that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, she's going to catch her. I this is like going to be her big up. break. I want to take it up again. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got... Uh, Still working on the details, but like got a big plan for the last shot um, to to make it really lift up. Yeah, yeah. And do you have ideas for season three? Um, would you go into the Cripple Cop shooting? I think we would, and then that would be like a bulk of the season would be her filming I think we that. Would. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because you know like this season was um, Kickstarter funded, yeah. so like about nine hundred people gave us money. Um, the bulk of it is still from a handful of people, but like 900 people 
helped us make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how often you can go to that well. Sure. Um, and I also, like, even in doing these, like, um, you know, we have a great crew, we have good food, um, we have, like, mostly permits. Uh, so we're trying to do it the right way, but it's, like, it's it's really expensive in this yeah. town. Um, there's no tax breaks. There's none of that. So um, it gets... I like we're still below that threshold of what like the guild costs, yeah. so it's just difficult to make it happen. Yeah, and as you notice, like there's some turnover with the crew. It's like every people we work with like move yeah. on to bigger and better stuff, and then uh, you have to reload and yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, um, could be another great season. I'm sure of it, even though I haven't seen any of it. It looks good. Well, the bits and pieces I've read. Yeah, it, it sounds fun. So uh, I look forward to seeing where it goes. All the ups and downs of Portiel's life. Um, and hopefully we'll see a season three. Um, do you have anything else other than Mike can be left that you want to promote? You doing anything else? Kenny, anything else in the works? I haven't worked that much this summer. Okay. Um, no, I, I need to, yeah, that's a good thing. It's no, (laughs) it's not a good thing. I need work. Um, if anyone's hiring, that's listening to this, uh, I'm available and, uh, my rates are very reasonable. That's good. Good to know. And how can people follow you? Are you on Twitter, Facebook? I'm on the Twitter. Uh, it's at UHR. Um, I've got a YouTube channel uh, where it's the videos I've made in the past. Uh, yeah, I mean, just Bing me. Bing search me. You'll okay. get all, all my stuff. Very cool. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chat with Thanks, me. Thanks, Kenny. And I have a new character with us and is a very special guest star. It's Jerry Jewell. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> so if people aren't familiar with you, I mean, I know you from Facts of Life. That's what I grew up on and uh, okay. loved you there. Um, and I know you recently done Deadwood. Yes. So you've done a stint on that. And you've done a lot of different things, and you're a huge stand-up comedian. And, yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously I just told people about you, but, <laughs> but if you want to give a little bit more information about yourself, that'd be great. Well, I, I started doing stand-up comedy in 1978, and like you said, I've Done. I'm mostly known for Fact of Life mm-hmm. and Deadwood. I've also done Young and the Restless and uh, an indie film, Night of the White Pants, with a co-star. So I've, I've been in the industry for 34 years. Uh, yeah, it's been quite <laughs> some time, yeah. Yeah, so uh, how did you hear about My Gimpy Life? Well, actually, I knew about it when she started up the campaign for the first season. Okay. And I was so excited, and yeah. I contributed, and I, I watched every single episode, and I loved it. And then she contacted me just recently when I was on the road, yeah. asking me if I would do this. And I was like, oh, my God, I would be honored to be on it. Yeah, that's awesome. Because it's so well done, the humor is smart. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so cool. So uh, were you friends with Teal prior to this? Oh, yeah. So you knew her beforehand? Yeah, I've known Teal for a long okay. time. Okay, because the part was pretty much written for you. I mean, they had you in mind when they were going to... Yeah, yeah, and that is quite flattering and means a lot to me. That was so sweet of her to yeah. do that. Now, you've been in the industry for a long time, like yes. you said, three or four years. Have you seen um, a growth in in roles for disabled people? Or I've was... seen doors being opened, but not widely enough. Not enough. And Even in 30 years, it's yeah. still slowly. They're opening. Yeah. I mean, it's very slow. Yeah. All right. Um, do you think in the future things yes. will change? I mean, for instance, this series, My Gimpy Life, 
I think it's going to change a lot of minds because it's not only just a comedy and a great, greatly written series, but it also hits a lot of points yeah. about the industry and about people with disabilities who are qualified. Yeah. So I think just this series alone is sending out a lot of positive messages. Yeah, I think that's what Till's whole plan was, so it's working. Yep. Yeah, very cool. How can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter by my real name, my Facebook page, and my website is jerryjewel.com. Okay, and do you have anything coming out that you know of right now? Oh, right now. Remember, this probably won't be out until like January sometime. Okay, well, there's irons in the fire right now. So. Okay, so we're going to be seeing lots of things from you yes, soon. Yes, you are. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for uh, talking with me. It's a pleasure to My meet pleasure. you. My pleasure. Thank, thank you very you. much. Hey, guys, I'm live on the set of Mike and B Live Season 2, and with me I have one of the new cast members. His name is Russell Winkler. Winkler. See, I knew I was going to get it wrong. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So let's go ahead and start the whole, well, I guess... In order for us to start, we have to say that you are an EP of mm-hmm. a show. Yep. Um, that's, is that how you got the acting gig? It is, yeah. It was through the Kickstarter fund, and the, the, the incentives they had were you know, X amount of dollars for um, executive producer and then a walk-on part. Yeah. And I sort of chatted with Teal. I've been thinking about getting into acting a little bit lately, and I asked her if she'd consider more than just a one-line. Yeah, yeah. I know we sort of definitely talked not. and I uh, I gave a little bit extra, and it all sort of. I bought my first role in in the web series world. Nice, so. nice. So <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. Uh, so you're not an actor, obviously. No, nope. you want to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely hoping to get into it. Okay. So. Um, let's tell people just a little bit your backstory. Yeah. Well, I'm 31. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I'm a paraplegic. I'm paralyzed from the armpits down. Um, I have been since the age of four almost. It was just before my fourth birthday. and I was uh, hit by a drunk driver. My family and I were hit by a drunk driver coming home one night. And that broke my spine and fractured my skull. And since then, I've been a very active wheelchair user. (laughs) Of late, um, I've been getting more and more pissed off with how people are doing uh, a job at portraying us in mm. movies yeah unfortunately um, i don't know if we're allowed to talk about glee or not you but may go right ahead yeah that well, character actually, I last season with sent me know. over the edge yeah. and here i am and i'm convinced that i could do a better job than arnie so you know he might be able to get up and sing and dance in his dreams but he can't push a wheelchair for <laughs> so <laughs> and a lot of other things i'm just you know i'm hoping to influence the writing and just how we're portrayed in general yeah it's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that's one good thing about Teal and, and the series. Is that, that how did you find the series? I found it just you know through the world of you know being in a wheelchair. It's okay. just something I stumbled upon one day. Okay. I don't even really remember. It was a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. Okay. And I found it on YouTube, and I you know I loved it. It was funny, and it was saying all the stuff I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd been involved in the web series world already, and I'd been sort of cultivating similar ideas for something I was going to make for myself okay. up in Canada. But when I saw this, and especially when I saw them doing the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, it's already rolling, and yeah. it's easy to jump on board something that's doing a good job already. So yeah, yeah. I decided to, you know, help out, and I... Do what you can. You know, I'm here to help. I'm Very here cool. to 
here to push it along. Cool. So are you still considering doing your own web series in Canada? Um, I would. You know, I'm working with some friends on theirs, and I'm I'm a little lazy. I'm <laughs> procrastinator, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's I've, a lot of work. I've got lots of ideas, and I'm not... Uh, I enjoy writing, but I'm not a script writer. I mm. enjoy just writing a journal every day or, mm-hmm. you know, write letters to friends. I still send snail mail out into the world. And, yeah. You know, so one day I'll write something. I'll snag some of my friends and get them to write it. And, yeah. you know, I'd love to just, you know, do something similar to this, but obviously not the same. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just what we're out there just doing. more exposure, more... Way more exposure. More truth, you know, in what you're doing. And also that... You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be about being in a wheelchair. Well, no, that, yeah, because like, this one isn't. Really. Yeah, it's just and about it's Teal being an actress, just trying to be an actor, she just an actress to be in a wheelchair for you know, sure. Which, and that's what I like about it. And it, uh, you know, I'm hoping one day that you know I'll be able to just go out for a role. You know, we need a best friend. Yeah, and it won't matter yeah. if someone's in a wheelchair or nice. whatever. You know. Yeah. And because there's no reason for it yep. other than no one's doing it. Yep. And it's easier not to, I suppose. But it, uh, I don't know if it is. Yeah. I mean, maybe in their minds, but... You know, image-wise, it's still still on the fringe. And, you know, yeah. we're trying to... We're just trying to shove it into the mainstream yeah. more and more. Yeah. Every day when I'm wheeling around, I'm just trying to do little things that show people we're capable, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've gotten myself into trouble that way, but it, uh, you know... Just exposure, 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 and awareness yeah. is all I'm trying to do. So yeah, whatever it'll be, it'll just be in that motif, you yeah. know? Very cool. So let's go ahead and talk about your character. You're playing Russell. Yes. I'm sure it's a stretch. It's a stretch. And he's an actor. Yes. <laughs> or a wannabe actor as well. The big stretch is he's really <laughs> pissed off. Which you did and really well, yeah. That I do good. not raise my voice ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm a slow burn. I'll think about it for days. You have some expletives in there as well. Yes. I get to swear and be violent and aggressive and just defeated. It's a real range. That's good, though. And, it was really uh, good. Was that hard for you? Absolutely. You're not, yeah. I mean, you're not, you know, I mean, you want to be an actor, but you haven't done this previously. Yeah. And this is a meaty role. I mean, you were screaming and throwing things. Yeah. You were upset. And I was. And to come across on camera, not just your voice. You know, yeah. Your facial expressions. And... and you know, specifically just being a paraplegic, something as much as yelling, my diaphragm is affected from my paralysis. So even the raising my voice, it's not because I'm not an angry person. It's because it's hard to do sometimes. Yeah. And you know, my voice will break and crack. So the projecting and the just, you know, all that it's, it's a strain and it's new. I'm, I'm pretty chilled out all the time. So, and this today was really, it was my first day acting in front of a camera. Yeah. I've had a couple days of rehearsal. We did, a, a month ago, we did a, yeah, a Skype. Talk about that. How did we that did go? A, a month ago, we did like a Skype round table. I was in Toronto and Teal was in Tennessee. And yeah, you guys the were rest all over of, the place. The rest of the cast was in LA here in one room. And that night, Teal and I were both dealing with the feedback and the lag. Mm. So we both hear ourselves doubled every time. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was pretty much useless other yeah. than for them to hear how the, the lines were landing and stuff. Yeah. Which was the main goal. We weren't really acting it out so much as just hearing how the lines sounded. And that was fun. You know, it was just, I was sipping wine off screen. And Teal <laughs> and, and I both caught each other at one yeah. point. And she's like, are you drinking wine? I was like, yes. <laughs> and then we both did a little virtual cheers. And 
carried on without secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I flew in. Today is, what is it, Monday? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. It's Tuesday afternoon. I flew in to L.A. on Sunday afternoon. Okay. At, no, sorry, Saturday afternoon. And we had a rehearsal Sunday. Uh, I got picked up by Gabe, the writer, and he drove me out to Burbank. Mm-hmm. And we sat in Teal's room um, at her, where she's staying. And Gabe and Sean and Daryl, the guy who's playing her boyfriend, mm-hmm. we all four, five... Um, just sat around a room, went over a couple of the scenes that we were all in, involved mm-hmm. in. And that was really helpful. You know, we, this is the first time I really emoted with my lines. Yeah. And I was still having to read off script. I didn't have them. Yeah, how hard in is my that head. to memorize everything? Because you have some yeah. pretty long monologues. Like I was saying earlier, I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> and I got to that rehearsal and I was like, shh. <laughs> like, Am I supposed to be off book right now? Yeah. And they were like, no, don't worry about it. It's totally chill, you know? Yeah. Teal and I just had it sitting on the table, and we glanced down when we need to. And even today, I botched it so many times. (laughs) We've got... We're going to have a a, a real cobbled together scene today, I think. (laughs) I got, you know... With being angry, I was so worked up sometimes that I would just forget where I was, and I'd just be like... And then it's just like, what's the line? And there's only so many times you can swear in a row before they catch on. So then they're like, cut. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, guys. But I think I did okay. I, I, yeah, did you feel comfortable at the, at the end when it was over? I felt really comfortable in the middle. And then I felt... You were, uh, you were getting your stride. Yeah, I, I think somewhere in the middle I peaked. And then... They brought that close-in shot, and mm. I kind of was like, oh, am I moving too much? And yeah. I started thinking a bit too much and forgetting some lines. But I think, uh, you know, Sean said he got everything, and oh, yeah. we weren't running off time. They so. wouldn't stop if they didn't get everything, <laughs> yeah. so they must have got it so, all. I'm and not it wasn't worried. that many takes. No. There it, were a few retakes. There was, you know, a few but, here but and there. You did, like you said, you did it three times. You do a long shot, or, you know, teal yeah. shot, and then over yeah. your shoulder, and then close up your face. And that... That first take where we're doing the wide shot of both of us and I have to throw the coffee, mm. I uh, I only got one shot at that, people, and <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> that's that's the take. That's, that's the it. only one we did. <laughs> and it's my wrong hand, too, so I was a little nervous about that, the way we had it blocked. I'm a lefty, and I was having to throw it with my right. Mm. I had them... Uh, we had the lip of the cup taped a little bit because I was worried I was just going to splash all coffee over all place. over Teal. Mm. And I was just like, I can't <laughs> trust this guy. It's like, what if, you know, like, I don't want to ruin the whole day because Teal's wardrobe's coffee stained. Yeah, yeah. I still splashed her a little bit. Did you really? Yeah, with one of the water shots. Oh, okay. And, yeah, because you uh, were tossing water. Yeah, at first. I think the uh, the one take we had was coffee. And then with a bunch of the other practice shots where we weren't focusing on the cup so much yeah. as the arm movement. Sorry, yeah. I just hit the microphone. <laughs> throw that too. Um, but the rest of the time, it was just water, yeah. Sometimes it's even an empty cup. <laughs> it's hard to act with in- empty cups. It really, I, so was, I had to do it. I was surprised yeah. by that, actually. That was, you don't pick it up naturally. No, and so you're like, light. you're just fiddling it around and tipping it sideways. Yeah. And it... It, it is really a, an interesting little psychological thing. Yeah. Just a little bit of substance in there really changes how you act with an object. Yeah, yeah. So now, obviously, this isn't your only shoot day. You're coming back again, I think, on Saturday. To Saturday, shoot yeah. Some more for episode one. This is all for 104, so. Yeah. 
I uh, I come back on Saturday. Do you know what that scene is? I haven't yeah. had a chance to look at the script yet. It's really short for me. I'm just sitting in the uh, waiting room at the producer's office. Okay. And uh, Ju- Jerry Jewell mm-hmm. and I are sitting, and Teal comes out of the office, and the producer's like, hey, is that Jerry? And, you know, and Teal's like, hey, Jerry, hey, Russell, and we're just doing that whole okay. bit. And I'm like, hey, Teal, I haven't seen you in a while. Do you want to... Meet this for is some be- coffee this later. This before the scene that you just shot today. Yeah, it okay. leads into the coffee scene. Okay. And uh, it's it's really only three lines for me, so, so it'll be this a, was your big day today. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> First scene of the whole shoot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw in the new guy. It's <laughs> not the kind of way you want to treat your executive producer here. <laughs> but yeah, but, but you it's are, all you, you are doing a lot more than what. The previous executive producer, who is Stephen Dingler, who is an yeah. executive producer as he well, he is still for this, yeah, yeah, for this season. But I mean, last season he just had he was a bartender, yeah. You know, so when when I saw you here acting, I'm like, okay, I swear Russell was an EP, yeah, but that can't be him because he's one of the actors, yeah. No, so it's nice that they Teal really did me for a did larger, me a favor with that one, larger role, and you got a bigger part. I sent her a real uh, a little pitch video that was like 20 seconds. I was just like, hey, Teal. You know, I'm really trying to get into acting, and I forget what I all said. Yeah, yeah. I wrote her a nice email and just said, what do you think? You know, if I, I threw in a, a little bit extra money, and I told her how passionate I was about what she was doing yeah. and how good it was and how much I just really wanted to be a part of it. And she was really accommodating. And yeah. Gabe, Gabe as well, I mean, he's the one that wrote it in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not just Teal and so... Both of them, you know, thanks a lot, and uh, they That's cool. uh, they really you know help me out. Yeah, and we'll see where it goes from here. Cool. Now, is it everything you expected? The set, the yeah. director, the camera in your face. the The only difference is being in front of the camera. I've done very little extra work, like a little bit where I had a scene in a movie that hasn't been out yet, and I did uh, a book trailer for a friend. And in that, I didn't have lines. I was just emoting with my face, and mm. I got to kiss a really pretty girl. Mm. Um, <laughs> but other than that, it was uh, this was my first time acting and really being violent in front of a camera. It was <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. I had a lot of a, lo- a lot of fun with it. But the rest of it, I, you know, I've been on set. I've helped out with a bunch of other web series, mm-hmm. and um, I. You know, I know what set life is like, so yeah, that's yeah. not a surprise. Yeah. The craft services here is a little bit more big time than what we had. It's very nice here. Yeah, I was surprised. This isn't normal for web series. In the last web series <laughs> I did, it was my friend, and we were doing uh, a web series called Leslieville, and I was the EP for that, mm. and I was the driver and the craft, and sometimes they use me as a dolly as well. So Yeah, that's and, a normal web series and, where you have multiple jobs. You know, it's like, we need, we need a dolly shot. Hold the camera, Russell, and we'll just push you. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm the most versatile person on the set some days there. Yeah. Here, it's nice to just chill out and talk to people. And, yeah, yeah. You know, watch it all go down. That's <laughs> cool. Very cool. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about your EP. Sure. Um, how did you hear about the Kickstarter program? Um, I had followed uh, My Gimpy Life last year. I found it on YouTube and I started following Teal on Twitter and mm-hmm. just through that I saw her post it one day and checked it out and I was immediately excited and yeah. I was like wow, you know, I'd, I'd Did really you want the EP position? I mean, is that... Well, I thought about it. I'm, I'm not, you know, 
loaded. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was it, it was a commitment. It was a, yeah. definitely a monetary commitment, but it was something that I really believed in. So I thought about it for maybe a weekend, and I composed an email to Teal and sent it to her. And I, uh, you know, it was two days of thought. And yeah. then I just jumped in. That was I it. was pretty sure from the beginning. I just ran it by a couple friends to make sure I wasn't crazy or not. And they were like, no, this is totally a good idea. You should really, really do this. It's something you do for yourself. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's a great cause. About and yeah. It's a cause that you love. I spend a lot of my time so. helping out the people around me. And yeah, I don't ignore myself, but this is the first time where I've done something big just, just, just for, for myself. You. and Which is good. You know, not just for myself, for the whole project, but well, it's, yeah, uh, but- you know... It was something that I wanted to do, and I jumped right in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Now, you said you've EP'd on shows before, on previous web series? Yeah, I was EP on a much smaller web series that my best friend wrote and directed. and It's uh, it's called Leslieville, and we shot that in Toronto. It's about a lo- lesbian triangle. Mm. And that was, you know, I bought the camera and... I did the driving and paid for the food and yeah. sort of did all of that, and it was still only about $6,000. Yeah. So it was a, a lot smaller of a commitment, but that technically would be my first EP job. Mm-hmm. That was a couple years ago now. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm always looking for projects I'm passionate about. But mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, I'm not rolling in the dough, so yeah. I have to pick and yeah, choose. Pick and choose, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you know, this definitely was the next thing that came along that really piqued my interest, and cool. I jumped in. So. Cool. So now, since you've EP'd on a show previously and EPing on this show, is there a difference other than the, just the size of the show? Yeah, I mean, the size of the show. The other the other project I worked on, it was just a whole bunch of my friends, mm. and so I was a lot more involved in the in the day to day set work, mm-hmm. and this. You know, I I really just talked to Teal and sent her a letter. She replied right away with enthusiasm. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, I mailed her a check. And that's basically been the gist of it. Yeah. Um, everything after that has just been, you know, I signed a contract. It was a real simple two-page contract. Yeah. And then, you know, I flew down here and everything other than that has just been acting. Yeah, yeah. So it's been Unless, more acting than, you know, I, than EP stuff. Might boss someone around every once in a while just to pull my weight a little bit. Get me an M&M or something. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what do I have to do to get an M&M around here? <laughs> but, no, I'm, I'm a really relaxed guy, so I'm just here. I don't have a whole lot of experience compared to everyone here, and I'm just here to learn and Learning. watch and yeah. really excited just to be a part. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so anything you want to promote? Do you have anything coming up? Um, is there a website for that web series that you worked on? Yeah. The the web series that I worked on, Leslieville, is llvseries.com. And that's written and directed by my best friend, Nadine Bell. And it's really great. Um, a lesbian love triangle, lots of drama, and really uh really fun times we had on that cool and you have a twitter account um i don't they do okay um it's still llv series i believe okay i really should know that but (laughs) you can find it all on the web series 
on the website. And um, also my friend Jason Lever in Toronto is, he's really um, spearheading the web series community okay. in Toronto. And we've been told we're maybe the envy of even LA with how much we're organized. And, wow. and it's a quite a large community growing there. Um, and I was actually just talking to our craft guy today, Ed, and he knows Jason through the web series world and has met, small world, yeah. met him in, in L.A. and in New York. And yeah. It's a really small world, but his, um, his series, Out With Dad, is a really brilliant show about a, a girl coming out to her father as a teenager. And Jason's actually received emails and letters from fans saying that it has literally saved their lives. Wow. And, you know, I don't know what more you could ask yeah. for. Yeah. Um, it's really providing uh, a space for teenagers to just know they're not alone and that it, you know, the cliche line, it does get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's organizations out there that'll help. And so those two web series, Out With Dad and Leslieville, those are two things to watch. Two of, yeah, two yeah, of my friends. To, yeah, back close in, to you. Back in Toronto, that's what, I, that's what I've worked on, and I'm proud of both of those people for what they've done. Very cool. Um, yeah, what I wanted to say is, right after I did my little pitch to Teal and got my first ever acting job, I was just going to uh, meet up with a friend one day, and he told me about uh, a play that someone was doing. I had been telling him about how I was going to try and get into acting, and he said, oh, my friend is doing uh, this play. You should get in touch with her. And it turns out that it's um, a play that'll be an entire cast of people with spinal cord injuries. Wow. Or um, born with spinal cord defects mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so there's going to be 12 or 14 of us all up on stage um, sort of telling our collective story through interpretive dance and wow. perhaps song and that just spoken really cool. spoken word yeah yeah that sounds really cool and i've just been workshopping that the last month and uh sitting around table just doing conversations with a whole bunch of other more mm-hmm. uh, disabled folks are they like monologues so is it gonna be like one person on stage or is it gonna yeah, be more we're, interactive like a we're play? all gonna be on stage but it'll be sort of like used with lighting and okay you know we take turns telling our own different story okay. coming to the forefront and, gotcha um, and that's going to be uh, performing in Toronto. Um, oh, it's not out here. No, it's not out here. <laughs> but not yet. The web is everywhere, and you guys are listening from anywhere. Yeah, so. it's true. Um, in Toronto, if you're around anywhere in that area, you should check it out. It'll be at the Young Theatre in uh, the Distillery District, and it's being put on by the Rare Theatre Company. And the uh, director-writer is a woman named Judith Thompson, and she's to co- some renowned in the Toronto theater world mm-hmm. in the Canada theater world excuse me and um, it, I haven't seen much of it yet but I think it's going to be a really interesting and really uh, provocative at the very least nice. bit of theater are there dates set yet or is it still we don't quite have it set we're okay. going to be doing rehearsals in March okay. and I think they're still trying to work out the theater's times okay so but it's definitely not until in early the spring next year, yeah. yeah in spring of 2014 okay. is there a website not yet, okay. but if you look up the Rare Theater Company... Yeah, just, yeah the theater must have some um, sort of website. You'll be able to find it through that. Okay. And you can find it probably through SCI Ontario as well. That's the Spinal Cord Injury Institute sort of that runs all the programs in Ontario. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. Sounds like it. And for a lot of us, it'll be our first time up on stage as well. So That's cool. My uh, 
my acting resume grows <laughs> as the days go. It's Very nice. Interesting how it all just sort of fell into place yeah. like that. Yeah. And all focused around disability awareness. and Which is what you really it's want. It's exactly what I'm in this for. Yeah. So yeah. it's really cool. And I'm excited for that as well. Very cool. All right. Well, so, keep, yeah. keep us in touch. And we need funding. Okay. So if any of you out there have money. There you go. See? <laughs> send it over. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm here with Sean Becker. We're discussing the final episode of season two. Um, let's go ahead and jump right in because I think it's incredible. You brought the music video back or the soap commercial back. Yes, we get to see the soap commercial in all of its glory. Um, and as of this podcast, this episode is still like the episodes are, are locked and they're done. They're just we just doing effects yeah, now. Yeah. So obviously that's yeah, a very I saw the green heavy. screen version. Yeah. So it. I haven't even seen the final oh, yet. So you haven't even seen it. the final. It's not even no because done yet. it's not done yet. It's, it's being wow. done now. Um, and so I'm really excited for it. But that was. It's always fun to do the little like I'm going back to like when we shot Vince doing the pirate patty commercial mm, for yes. the guild. That was fun. like those are the one. Of, it's it's, it's those little times we see everyone on set kind of like throwing out little yeah, yeah, yeah. nods here and there and it's like supposed to be silly and fun but it's really difficult to make something look weird and bad you know <laughs> um yeah on and in this case it doesn't look bad it looks awesome but it's just so bizarre yeah um but it's it, i i'm really excited to see the reaction to that but i, I do love how gabe wrote in that we were able to bring that back and like yeah. now it's like not just it's not even a nod or an homage it's a story plot point yeah. now and so and, and it always was but um, it's nice to see it come to fruition and like now, it's cool, now show I mean, its effect. After see, watching season one's episode with it, you always wanted to see it. Yes, and now we actually get to. Have to and we to never. See and I remember when we did season one. Um, this might have been a fever dream. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. But uh, basically, um, I remember we had a discussion about would we do the uh, commercial, yeah. and it's like no, we'll, we'll never do it because technically it was interrupted. By uh, Pat Tallman's character, yeah. who came in and cut it down, yeah, but it was like, but but then, uh, it was written in that like, well, no, this was with all the existing footage, and they yeah, were yeah, able yeah. to make it work. This was the director's, the, the director's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. what yeah. he needed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, no, it's it's, and I, even though the show's done, I still get to look forward to seeing that come together. Yeah. Um, the effects teams on it now, so uh, it'll be yeah. a nice little way to kick off because here's the thing is like we only did because of the funding you know season one was five episodes season two is only four episodes but we wanted to really make sure that we like made it count for five in a way to where we got to include stuff like the um like the commercial and then just like they get the the guest stars and everything they they are they're like 10 minutes each it's almost like in the 40 minute episode yeah we're season one i mean obviously with with the web series for anyone who who's looking to, to get into it i highly recommend that if you're doing something new like and i'm not kidding you like three minutes like yeah. introduce it get people excited leave them wanting more and then you can make your episode next episode four yeah. and then five but then try not to go over five until you've gotten a fan base like now the guild can get away with 45 minute long episodes if they wanted to yeah. but that first season episodes were three and a half like, minutes yeah yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that leads into kind of like a new storyline with uh, the whole crippled cop show. Yes, like we a whole new another character, Mitch. We have Mitch, who I um, did not know until he showed up. Uh, did all the David Blaine parody videos, mm. uh, which uh, I'm a big fan of. And if just type in David Blaine, I think it's David Blaine parody um, or Mitch Silva, David Blaine, and, and you'll see. And I'm I'm. 
like I think that was before I even moved out to LA. I was like, a huge fan of those. I want to say cool. like so it was kind of cool to like I was already a fan of his before he showed up. But then I mean he working in LA like it's weird. I've met that guy that he's portraying. Yeah. Um, and Gabe has too, and that's why he wrote the character. So it was like a little eerie. Yeah. Like on how point on he was, and it's funny because. When you watch the episode, it almost feels like he's doing a parody of a character, but he's not. I've no, known people so oh, yeah. who are – and the same with, with, with you too. Yep. It's like I've met that person. Yep. And that's not an overblown stereotype. That's not a character. That is – I've met – a real life person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, no, he, he nailed it. He was a lot of fun to, to work with. I mean um, this was our final day of shooting, I believe. Yes, it was. Uh, so we were able to take our time with those scenes. The only scene that we did not get to take our time with, but it's okay and actually was just shot out of like, we got to get this done now, was the scene between Russell and, um, and Jerry. And Jerry, uh, Jerry Jewell. But uh, I'm skipping ahead here. So was there anything you had about that particular episode? About no, the no. I mean, ones? I just, no, was there anything? I mean, because you shot in a conference room, so it was large. I mean, it's, it was a pretty much straightforward shoot. Yes. The, between those two people. I actually learned something really important on the last day of shooting, which sucks, but I'll, I've been doing it ever since. There was a... All through this entire shoot, there was a really weird disconnect I had with the actors this season, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was the nature of the shoot, but there was nothing really different that we were doing, and then I figured it out that day in that scene in that moment because, you know... I'm so used to the low budget nature of filmmaking and this is pre web series. Mm-hmm. I've always I've never had a monitor. I've always been right over the DP's shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to talk to the actors there in the room and keep it intimate. Yeah. And I did it because I had to, but I never looked at it as an advantage. I was always like, God oh, damn it, I wish I had a monitor and I wish I was in the another room watching this, like yeah, so I could yeah, pay yeah. attention. So that's where I did this season. Um but the thing was, because of our smaller spaces, of because uh, some of the places, like earlier um, in, on a previous podcast, you had mentioned the kitchen scene. Yes. And the problem about that is we can't get the monitor in there. I can't be in there yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, we're like two rooms over, so I'm shouting direction I from another that. room. Yeah. It's, hey, do it this way. What? How? Yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay, there's no disconnect. There's no intimacy. That was the first scene because they're in the conference room. We couldn't be in there, so we were outside in the room to where like I couldn't yell. I had We had a cut, and I would have to walk over and, talk to, and talk to them. But I didn't do that with this scene. I stayed in there, and I was. it was just me. The DP, and I'm literally like two feet away from Teal, and I'd be like, okay, uh, let's go ahead and – because that's the thing is when you're – the with the nature of filmmaking, if I'm at Video Village, which is in a whole separate room, the second you say cut, you're going to get a note from a producer. You're going to mm-hmm. get a note from the script supervisor. You're going to get a note from someone else, which is which is normal. But it's <coughs> like when you cut, we all just – and, yeah, and it becomes I mean, a big collaborative thing. But that's the thing is like it's just too much info at once. Yeah. Um, And I'm not good at handling that. So – Instead, I would say, but that's the thing is because I'm there and because everyone else is there, every single thought and idea gets expressed, including my own. Yeah. Whereas if I'm separate and I'm in the room, I'm not trying to distance myself from everybody else, but I know that when they do come in and say, hey, can you do it this way? I know it's very important for them to get up and walk over, whereas a little nitpicky stuff never really gets addressed. And then I'm able to sit there and talk to the actors and they're not feeling like they're being shouted at from a committee. It's like I'm sitting there with them. Okay, maybe we can try it again this way. Okay, let's just keep rolling and go. And I remember talking to Teal about that after because I made that discovery right then and there. And Teal, even herself, said, I felt a lot more comfortable with you in the room with Mm. us. 
which was a lesson I had learned, and I carry that to this day. I don't leave the room ever now. Really? Um, so never. now you shoot? You don't shoot from? You don't direct from the monitor? You direct if the from... monitor is in the room, yeah, I will. But I still prefer to be over the DP's shoulder. Oh. And the DP will kind of open up a little bit. I'm like, no, 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 I'll look over your shoulder. And so I'm sitting there on my tiptoes looking yeah. over his shoulder. There's a full monitor on our side, but I'm just – I'm more comfortable that way because that's the way I've always done it. Yeah. And then when I got the luxury of having a monitor, I looked at it as a luxury and I didn't look at it as – as uh, I don't know if the word's hindrance or, or – or, um, obstacle for myself and I just never noticed it's like cool I have a monitor now I have a headset yeah, yeah, now yeah. I go in there no headset I stand there with the actors and I will do that forever now oh, no, no matter what I that, I learned good. a huge lesson in directing that day yeah it just sucked it was on the last day I think, but, but I think it's so cool that you're still learning oh I'll always be learning no matter yeah. what Like, uh, I mean you've directed uh, quite a bit of stuff now and you're still constantly I will learn, evolving your director skills yeah and that, that will ne- I will never learn it all I will this is more, but I will die never learning at all. Like yeah. it's just there's too much, and a lot of that is stuff that is more textbook. A lot of it is more instinct, yeah. and that's what separates different directors from each other. And that's why you don't have one director doing everything. It's like yeah. who's the director that fits this? And that's why I'll say no to projects because I don't feel like I'm the right fit for that that thing. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and discuss uh, the uh, the next scene with Jerry Jewell and Russell, who is the EP. Yes, our, our uh, EP Russell, who I will be honest, Russell is not an actor. Nope. Um, he came in really wanting to do a good job. So therefore, you know, I mentioned this earlier, we sat with him, ran scenes, had sessions. Uh, Daryl Crittenden was able to consult him, and I thought he was great. I, oh, thought, yeah. I thought Russell, for someone who's not an actor, came in, he took direction well, he... Um, had no ego or shame. He just was like, I don't feel like I'm doing this right. Or, or he would know when he did like, he trusted us, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where it's like, you know, we want to make sure that he fits for the show. We don't want to feel like a stunt casting thing because like, oh, the EP wants to be in the show. Yeah. So we'll do it. But we're like, no, we wanted, uh, I know that Teal wanted to offer him, um, a part in the show. And so, uh, I almost said role in the show <laughs> and that would have been a pun. <laughs> and here I am saying it. Yep. And it'll stay. And I corrected myself. For, I don't know what reason. This is this is the group where Teal's like, "Why didn't you say roll, idiot? You had a golden opportunity." Let's go ahead and talk about Jerry Jewell because yes. I'm a huge fan of Jerry Jewell from Dead Facts Alive Days. No, Facts Alive. Oh wow, that's right. Oh yeah, that's where I was introduced to her, and that's where I became a huge fan of hers. Holy crap! I had never seen Deadwood. I didn't even know she was in Deadwood. Yeah, I knew she was in Deadwood, um, and then I knew she was a comedian, and that was really it. That that's the one other scene that. I, re- I I mean I don't know what else I would have done differently. I, I I'm really happy with how the scene turned out. I just it was one of those things where we were about to lose the location. We had to rush it. I just felt bad because they you know showed up the ready to go, and then when we get to uh, the scene between Jerry and Russell, it's like okay, one shot a piece. Uh, yeah. You guys get two times to run it, and that's the end of it. But that's the thing is they that was, they that was more towards the end of the the night too when we were shooting. That the was scene. the last thing we shot. Yeah. Um, besides our. Finale, finale shot, which yeah. was on a separate day, but that was our last day of principal photography. Was that scene, and it was just because I know some people had to go. It was just one of those things where, like, it's the most basic shot. I, I usually, because I think as an editor a lot, because I'm, I, I, I still consider myself a full time editor and a part time director because I edit so much more than I direct. Yeah, um, and I think I'm a better editor than I'm a, a director, but I like to use the editing mentality into my directing therefore getting a lot of options oh yeah and that was the one scene i had no options but thankfully 
they nailed it and I didn't need options. Yeah. But that was the one scene where I'm like, this is it. We have one shot apiece and that yeah. is it. Um, but no, they were great. And I just, I just wish I had utilized them more in that scene. I don't know what else I would have done. Maybe just, um, even like the way that that scene was shot, I went once again, went behind them, but it was just for the ease of having to turn the cameras around mm. and not flip the room. Yeah. But I wouldn't have shot that scene that way. It was just more of a necessity thing. Whereas in an earlier episode, I shot behind Daryl's back to show more intimate. There's no intimacy between those two characters. Yes. That should have been a very straightforward scene, but because of the time crunch, we couldn't flip the room. So I had to shoot it the way we shot it, which is still fine. And in it the still end, works. it works. Yeah. It just wasn't what was ideal. Yeah. And, and even looking at that scene, I, I really wish that I, I could have gotten the proper coverage and really, um, and it's just more of a me being greedy. I want more coverage to yeah. work with. And then in the end, I probably still went back to those maybe behind the shoulder <laughs> shots because they looked cool. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, that, that was just one of the things where it's like lesson learned. Don't know what the solution is yet, but like let's prevent that from happening in the future. Um, yeah. But thankfully, they both uh, were great. And in the end, I didn't need the options. Yeah. And then we have the coffee scene, which is actually the very first scene we shot ever for season two. That was the first day we did. So it was so funny. So I was just talking about um, Russell, who had to act in the first scene of the first day with his biggest scene of the entire thing. But, you know, thankfully for rehearsal, in in a perfect world... Um, we would rehearse this like we would rehearse a play and then when you shoot it's opening night and yeah. everyone knows what they're doing we're going to get through this very quickly I shouldn't have any notes because I've been giving notes for two months now yeah, yeah. and we know it it's down everyone knows each other's lines at this point it's like a play yeah. um, that was the case with Russell we got to rehearse it with him for not as much as I had hoped but it was enough to where we got there and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like with Mitch or with anyone else where I'm meeting him for the first time and then yeah, it's like yeah, okay yeah. now we'll shoot you and yeah, we have yeah. zero relationship. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> you know, <coughs> excuse me. And so, um, thankfully, we were able to do that. But it was really important because we, you know, um, he's also the EP. We want it to look good. But then in oh, the yeah. end, we want it to look good, and so we want it. And and but it was just more of a testament to him and his commitment to like doing a good job. And, and I thought he was really great because the problem with that scene is it, it's a lot of emotion. You yeah. have to display it's anger, which is not an easy emotion to display as an actor. And yeah. make opinion. it look real. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and not look too over the top and not look um, like you're acting, which I think if it was me, cause I'm, I'm not an actor. I would just be in my head. It's just exclamation points, exclamation points. And you're yelling, but it's like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not the way real people talk, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we were able to hone it in and, and he did a great job. And it was so important that we threw that cup. Right. And that was the one thing where I, I think on take three, he nailed it. Like, okay, good. Cause it was like, <laughs> dude, I hope we're not here all day on this cup. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. And then once again, with, with teal two, it, it's, you know, this being a comedy series, that was a scene that required acting. Yes. You know, yeah. we had to show that Teal was hesitant, but like anyone who's in Hollywood know was like, she has to take the part. Yeah, like yeah. you, yeah, she I can't mean, not it take it. It's, it's cut. The, I mean, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm just going to quote him. It's cutthroat. Yeah. You know, yep. this business is, is like, yeah. you know, you, but you have to be able to take stuff like that. Yeah. Which leads us to the final scene. Yes. Which is incredible. Because I wasn't there for that. Obviously, that was shot. In this... Have you seen the latest cut of that? No. I don't think so. I saw... I, I mean, I, the only, the, all I saw was the you know her on the lookout, the overlooking Oh, the yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really, 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 really proud with how that came together. And then that's just another just, like, thank you to Rita who, who cut that scene. And I just came in and just... I don't even think I had any notes. I, I, I think there was one note... Um, just on like a pacing thing, but other than that, like one of the things where I watched it and I was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah, 
It's just a very that's going on the real. Like yeah, it's yeah. A very, it's a very good. Is that how it still ends, or do they change the ending? No, it, it should be the the, the same. I, I think we had a more condensed version, and then we had a longer version, mm-hmm. um, just because there was a lot to choose from with like how long do we want to hold on her. And actually, the last cut, um, the one that that we locked, we. Which is something I never do. I'm like, let's get out of this scene as fast as possible. Let's, oh, we've been on this shot for four seconds now. Cut to something else. <laughs> ah, ADD. And so, um, but it's one of those ones where we let the shots breathe. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's so long. But then, like, you watch it again, and then when it ends, it's like, nope, it feels right. Yeah. You can't rush this. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hard whole... decision yeah. for her to make. Yes. And she needs time, and it needs to be shown that she. Or else that scene doesn't make sense. Or else she might as well just told him at the coffee shop and said, I think I'm going to take it. And then he looks at her end of season. Yeah. That's where you would end it. But instead it's like anyone who's faced with a difficult decision, especially one like that, like it's nothing against Russell's character. It's just that Teal has to take it. Like that's the nature of this business, you know? Yeah. Now that was shot. It looked like it was a crane, but I know it wasn't a crane. I think Till mentioned something. Like that was a, a drone. A drone. Yeah. Yeah, we had a four propeller drone um, that uh, I believe Gabe got. I think it was a buddy of his. And I apologize if that's incorrect, but we'll say that's fact. And so, uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. So the, the the cool thing about that scene, and I, I, you know, here's the thing: is we were outside of principal production. It was principal photography. We were just. It was just me, sound guy. Uh, camera, Gabe, T- like it was, it was a skeleton crew, yeah. but it was like, oh, it would have been so cool to get some good BTS there because it was cool. I'd never worked with the drone before, and so basically, it's it's a GoPro attached to a four propeller drone. Therefore, it's like really stable, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, but it's got a wireless feed to a monitor that we were holding and watching, watch. and the operator had one as well, and so we're able to watch. Actually, I was able to actually direct him with the movement, yeah, like yeah. okay, go higher, go low, like like this now we. Yeah, we did like I think three runs, and he nailed it on that last one, and it's a beautiful shot. And it's yeah. like, but not to take away from the drone shot, but I really love how Teal is backlit in that scene. Oh yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, let's take our time with this. It's a nice moment. It's 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 as an artist, it's oh god, it's such a struggling d- decision. Whereas like, just take the job, take the job. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, why can't things just be easy? Why can't I just take a job? But it's like always at a cost. Yes. And so like we don't know what that cost is because we don't know how that's going to affect their relationship now. Maybe yeah. Russell will be in support. Maybe he's going to hate her f***ing guts. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and well, Hopefully find out in season three. We will find out in season three. That's right. I don't know what season three. <laughs> there should be. Um, well, obviously, if there is a season three, you would obviously come back if you're able to. If there's a season three, we get to shoot cripple cops, <laughs> which I'm very excited about. <laughs> now, we'll go third, third times. We're just – yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a producer on the show, yeah. which I was off- – um, both of them did offer me the producing position, but I'm just like, no, you guys do your thing. Like, I just want to focus on directing, but I'm flattered that you would even con- consider that, but yeah. it's like – I like to distance myself and not know because then I start thinking about producing stuff. And I'm just – I'm not a producer. I'm not a good producer. I've, I I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm very good at it. Um, so I just want to direct. And, yeah. and, and with the nature, once again, I think a common theme of, of all these interviews have been like the limitations of a web series or the compromises. And part of that compromise is I produce and edit everything I direct. And, yeah, yeah. and it's not ideal, but I want to direct so bad, I'm willing to, to produce and, and edit. Yeah. And if I'm like, screw this, if I have to do all this, and it's like, well, I guess I didn't really want it that badly, but yeah. I want it that badly enough to like, I'll do this as long as I have to do it. Yeah. I yeah. won't enjoy it, but I'll, I'll 
It's things you have to do. And I'll I'll try to find things to enjoy because yeah. actually I'm 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 so goddamn lucky to get to do what I do and I'm yeah. I still don't really get to like let it soak in and I just hope I'm not taking it for granted, you know. It's just one of those things where I try not to look at the negative stuff and I've um been trying to be really optimistic about these and not get hung up by all the pitfalls that LA brings to artists and which is it's it's brutal it's so brutal yep um but you know I think that's a testament to just the people you you work with if I worked with people who are miserable all the time then I would hate what I do and I would quit and I'd move away but I can't leave these people like they're awesome so I get to work with my friends yeah um do you have anything coming up yeah I do um I don't have any dates for anything but I've got um I'm working on the new uh, Team Unicorn show for Adult Very Swim cool. with Seth Green, which is really exciting. I can't wait um, for that. So we're right now working on the, the pilot. I can't really talk about it right now, but uh, we're going to shoot the, the the pilot. Hopefully, that gets the series. Um, I uh, am waiting on Halston season three, which has been um, it's being written right now. Oh, um, nice. We're just looking. Uh, it's just more of a financing thing right now, I believe. Uh, but Halston season three is is. I think halfway written and it's absolutely hilarious. And then I've got Hench coming out uh, later this year with Daryl Crittenden who plays Brian on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then currently, uh, anything recently is, of course, this show, My Gimpy Life. And then um, on the Geek and Sundry channel, I've got uh, another show with Felicia Day called Co-Optitude, which is basically... It's one of my um, favorite web series. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, it's so fun. It's basically Mystery Science Theater for video games in That's a way. So it's about good, two yeah. people who have never picked up a console and you get to watch... Modern gamers play classic retro yeah. games. And I'm just impressed with Ryan's. He's Ryan's evolved. So he's evolved much. so much. Yeah, he can like ho- he can now he can like host. Oh no, he's got his own fan base now. And, and then um, and then I've also been working with uh, Amy Dallin on her show Talking Comics. I direct that show as well, uh, and that's a weekly comic book kind of review geek show. It's very similar to the Flog, where we'll get to an activity. So mm-hmm. we just shot. Um, I got to shoot a gun the other day for the first time, which wow. was really fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it was yeah. great. I'd never done it before. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, those are, I think all the things that are going on right now. There's a couple other things coming up. I'm, just, just a few things. And then I'm going to be doing the road to NAB, uh, in April. I was selected as one of four directors who are going to go on a road oh, trip wow. to Vegas. And the whole point of it is that we leave LA and we take a three day road trip to Vegas and we, all four directors have to shoot something and then we have to premiere it when we land in Vegas. So Holy I'm shooting, uh, I'm shooting a music video for Jason Charles Miller. Of course. Uh, so him and I are Which working. Awesome. Which you've done quite a few music videos with him. Yeah. I've done two for him, uh, which are both on his channel. And then I do his uh, weekly show as well, his Miller Music Mondays. I, I um, helped him with that show. Um, and then, uh, but the Road to NAB thing should be pretty fun. So it, it's going to be a documentary about all of us. And then there'll also be four projects that come out of it. Yeah. And I'm going to be um, directing one and maybe, no, no, I'll just be directing the music video, which um, Jason's cool. working on the song now for, and we're going to try to make some kind of innovative, fun and cool. And then basically have to shoot it and edit it. And then when we get to NAB, I have to premiere it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So that, that'll, so that'll be in April. Um, and cool. then Halston Season 2 comes out on Blu-ray April 8th. All right. And do you have a website people can go to to hear all this information? Um, or can they just follow you on Twitter for Twitter's updates? honestly the best thing to get all that stuff. I have a Tumblr and all that, but I just I don't update it. I don't really have a website. I should get one. I just don't have time. Um, but yeah, uh, just, it's my name, at Sean Becker. That's the best way to keep up to date with stuff. Cool. Um, and find out what I had for like lunch and stuff. You know? Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by and chat with me. Thanks, Kenny. 
guys. I'm here with Teal, and we're discussing Season 2, Episode 4, Episode 9. So it starts off with the soap commercial. Yes. Well, I actually get to see the soap commercial. I'm which, so excited. Well, I can't wait, too. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I haven't seen Yeah, I mean, the, the the cut you sent me, it's all green screen still. It's so all it's green not, screen. It's not done so yet. Our, our VFX guy, uh, Paul Good, is, is, is doing all the graphics and animation yeah. and i i can't wait to see it it's be <laughs> fun i mean he has some really great ideas so so yes we'll get to see you with, with the actual video that went viral i'm so excited now you intended to do the video anyways correct because i remember in season one i asked if you were going to actually do the video we have like an idea like we like gabe and i had talked about like you know maybe down the line if we did more episodes after season one that that mm-hmm. that, that, that 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 commercial the director ended up you know getting the footage and doing his masterpiece you know, what yeah, yeah, yeah. and releasing it. And we had talked about it and yeah, we ended up doing it, which yeah. is just fun. It's fun to have a tie ins to the first season. Of- yeah. And then once the video is over, we're introduced to a new character played yes. by Mitch Silpa. Uh, yeah. Silpa, um, Mitch, he's an amazing improver. Um, another guy that I know from the Groundlings, a company member at the Groundlings, um, who's h- hilarious and, and great to work with. So I was really happy when he said yes yeah. And uh, yeah. And he, he's called me into his office because there is a pilot script they've been working on, Cripple Cops. Cripple and Cops, they've yeah. been having trouble casting the lead actor um, for it. And when he sees my video, he's like, she needs to play the lead character. So, yeah. so they're willing to change the gender of the main character. Change the gender. And, and, and so he brings me in to talk to me about that. And um, yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of things for Till to think about. Yeah, so Felicia was right. Something good kind of cut, did come from that viral video, and yeah. and so yeah, but it's a lot to think about, obviously. And yeah. uh, and then as you're exiting, we meet two more characters. One is a in the veteran uh, Jerry Jewell. Yes, we, we we yes we run into two of Till's friends who are also actors. Um, of course, Jerry Jewell, who's super incredible. Excited. I was so excited to meet her. I always loved uh, Jerry Jewell for especially you know obviously from Facts of Life days. Yeah. But, oh, my God, it was such an incredible experience meeting her because she was so much fun, so much fun to talk to. and Yeah, she's you know. so – I'm so happy she could do it. And she's really funny. And um, yeah. And uh, Russell Winkler, one of our executive producers, plays right. the other character, Russell. Yep. And, yeah, I run into them and, you know, wasn't expecting to see them. And, um, yeah, we, we, we find that Jerry's going in to meet with the producer and... Yeah, so it's, it's, I like I like the scene between Russell and Jerry. Oh, yes. The scene between them is hilarious. Yes, when they're talking just about how idiotic Hollywood can be when they're writing scripts, you're writing roles for disabled people. Yeah, Jerry says it's only like our 20th audition and... Is that true? Yeah. No, when we were... When <laughs> That's Gabe really I, shocking. Uh, ...worked with Jerry on her lines to make them, um, you know, uh, real true to her. Yeah. Um, in a way. Yeah. And those were, like, some of our ideas, and, and you know, and sh- it's very true. It's a yeah. comment on, you know, just actors with disabilities rarely do work, so yeah. when you do yeah. an audition, it's, like, a really big deal. Yeah, cool. Um, and then we have the coffee scene. Mm-hmm. 
And that's actually the very first scene we shot. It is the first scene. And and, and I think it's the toughest scene too. Like yeah. I feel like it's probably the was the toughest scene to shoot of it. Just because it's a it's a emotionally um up and down scene and it's just the two of us there talking and and so yeah. it was um but it turned out really well. I'm very happy yeah. with it. Yeah. And this is Russell's first acting game. Yes, it is. And Which is so, incredible. Because I know you and Sean really work with him during this scene. Because, yeah. like you said, he does have a lot of emotion, you know, emotional range. He does, and and we 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 got some time to rehearse before we actually shot, which was really nice. And he he's so great, and and looks great on screen. Yes. And, um, did such a great job. So um, I, I'm excited um, for him. to. He hasn't seen anything yet, too. I asked him. I was like, do you want us to send you cuts of things? He's like, no, I just want to see it when it all comes out. Oh, great. So he hasn't seen it either. And I think it'll be fun for him. Just to oh, see yeah. It it's all done. And and, um, and yeah, so we, we find out in that scene that, um, that you know, Russell was, was, was offered, you know, thought he yeah. was be playing the For a year he's been – yeah, doing this role, and, and, that, and, it, and it is, and, and I think that what's great about this scene is how how tough the business is of that going, you know, maybe you know, waiting a year to find out and going in back and forth to audition to yeah. session to testing because that does happen. Yeah, and and just how oh, it, it, it's it can be a very like emotionally exhausting business when you're when you're waiting to hear about a job yeah and i think that comes through in this scene um and just how devastating it is for him because you get so um i shot a pilot once in um 2007 for nbc called i'm with stupid and 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 it was it was just it it just i went in i think for four or five different auditions yeah had to go test for studio and then network and then i booked it and then it didn't end up getting picked up and and it's just it's 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 so like you're like it's as highs and lows of the business and um so i i gave to such a great job of um in the writing of capturing that. Yeah. And, and then the dilemma with Teal, like, does she take, uh, yeah. Take yeah. It? The whole ending, the whole ending of this, uh, season. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the ending. I, I think I even texted you or through Skype or something. I said it was one of like an uplifting ending. Yeah. It was very, I love the, the, where, where it was shot and you kind of looking out over the city and mm-hmm. kind of realizing, you know what, you need to start thinking about Teal. Yeah. No, I, I think she, yeah, realizes that she's going to take it. This is an opportunity, and yeah, and, and yeah. that um, she can't pass it up. And and it's I think there's that cool moment of her making that decision. And then when yes. she tells Charles and tell them I want to live for my trailer, like you kind of see her starting to take a little bit of control yes. yep. over things, which I think is a is a fun, uh, which is a, a nice kind of evolution for her. And um, it was, and and it was um, Gabe's idea to kind of that last shot for, at that overlook. And mm-hmm. um, in the Hollywood Hills, and then we got a um, drone operator to come up, and which is illegal. So I don't know why I'm talking about this, but <laughs> <laughs> so, but we we um, and um, he came up and and with this little kind of little copter flying thing and his remote control and and filmed it and was so great and we were just freaking out because we didn't want to get caught and yeah. cars coming by and yeah oh my god and <laughs> so um but i think it's a great um really kind of great 
That's a great uh, ending. ending and uplifting. Yes. Um, season one did yes. not end ended in a in a more somber note. Oh yes, you know how much and, that bummed me out. I know. So I think <laughs> we kind of had to give it a little uplifting. Like what's and then there's still hope. There's yeah, there's hope. Oh out yeah, there. it's kind of like cool. Like what's you gonna know? happen next? She's yeah. Gonna say yeah. So what's gonna like what like what what's what's, what's next? Cops about what's well like I want to see what is cripple cops and yeah yeah so um yeah. Cool. So overall, this season, this season is definitely different than season one. Definitely. It's all, you know, last season, each of the stories were, each of the episodes were more standalone episodes. And this is, I think if, you know, you put all of it together, it's one big story. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's different. I don't, I feel like, you know, not every storyline all revolves around Teal's uh, disability. Yep. Um, yeah, that's a big difference. I noticed with seasons one yeah, and two. And, and you know, we, and and I just think because it, yeah I mean we and we ha- obviously have more disability you know themed ideas yeah. for things but I think yeah. it was interesting to kind of not you know I think it will get old if everything's like oh Tio can't get up the stairs Tio yeah yeah can't yeah get through the restaurant it's like okay we get it like I think after season one people get it yeah now like let's think it's interesting to see um, more of her relationships her with everyday other people. life and yeah yeah and I and I think it was more it was fun for people to see more of the other characters to see more of Brent to see more of Teal the other Teal and yeah and get to kind of experience. Um, them more as well. Yeah, because I mean, we actually had scenes where you're not even in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what will be different. Is is yeah, I'm not always um, in everything, and that's yeah, that's yeah, what, it's like, very cool. Makes it a little bit more ensemble. Yes, uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fun, more of an ensemble because yeah. we introduced people to these characters that people really responded to last season, and yeah. and that I want to see more of. Like, I want to see more of Brent. I want to see more of the other teal, and, and yeah, like, so it was. I think it, I hope people enjoy that. Yeah, very cool. All right, well, I hope you. Uh, I hope this does really, really well. Because if it does, I'm assuming there might be a possibility for a season three. Yeah, we'll see. We'll just see how. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you and Gabe already have kind of ideas of where you want to go. Of course. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe I mean, we'll see Cripple Cops pilot being shot. Cripple Cops, which would be so much fun. That would be yes. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. So, so everybody, spread the word. Yeah, people get. Yes. Let's I mean, get a million views of this so we can get another yeah, season out of it. I'm really hoping we build. We um we have such a great a fan, so many great fans and a great audience base. But I'm hoping this season we obviously yeah reach more people. Yes, more people the better. Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and chatting with me. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Oh, uh, thank you, Kenny. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode and for this season of Season 2. What did you guys think? Send me your thoughts. You can go ahead and send those to Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on pretty much anything. What did you think of the season? Where do you think it's going to go from here? Do you want to see a Season 3? Let us know. All right, guys. Though this is the last episode of My Gimpy Life Season 2, this is not the last episode of My Gimpy Life Companion Cast. I do have one more podcast planned where I interviewed crew members on set when they were filming Season 2. So that's a lot of fun just to hear their different perspectives and different jobs that people do while on set. So that will be next week. So I hope you come back for it. Take care, guys. My Gimpy Life Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. 
Are you a fan of the award-winning web series The Guild? Then join us for Knights of the Guild podcast, their official fan podcast. But it's not like your typical fan podcast, as the host, Kenny, has been working on The Guild since Season 2 and takes his listeners behind the scenes with exclusive interviews, special guest hosts, little-known behind-the-scenes facts, and so much more. So come on over to iTunes and download Knights of the Guild podcast, or find us online at knightsoftheguild.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.